The North Forker Weekend Podcast is brought to you by Sherry Winterparker of Corcoran. Sherry is the North Fork's top real estate agent and top producer from 2005 through 2020. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the North Forker Podcast. I am Grant Parpan. I am joined once again this week by Tara Smith. Hey, Grant. How are you, Tara? Michalina DeFont. Hi, everyone. And Lee Meyer. Hello. So this is our final episode of the year, and we are doing something a little different. Last week, we talked about all the events going on uh, over the rest of the year, and we wanted to do one more episode this year where we kind of look back on 2021. How do we rate? I know 2021, 2020, everybody said was just the worst year ever, no matter Trash. what your, <laughs> you know, Throw it away. your opinions are on anything. It was just unequivocally horrible. Was 2021 a little better? I think so. Oh, I don't know. A lot of hesitancy. Uh, slightly, slightly better. Yeah. Yeah. It was the best year ever, but. Uh. I don't know. A lot of hesitancy in all of you. You know, I felt like we're building upwards a little. It's like if I think of it on like a graph. We're starting to trend upwards. We're not quite where we want to be. <laughs> 2022, we'd like to see a little higher. Of course, we're coming back down a little bit now with coronavirus. Everybody a little worried. Uh, but you know what? When I look back on 2021, I think of some some fun memories. And I also think that all of you generated some fun memories this year, I am sure. Tara, let's start with you. What will you think of when you think of your 2021 on the North Fork? Yeah, so for me, this this summer really um, was the summer where it felt like everything kind of bounced back to normal. Um, people were outside again. You could kind of gather without just being anxious the whole time. Um, a lot of people were vaccinated, so I'm thankful for that. Um, but one of my favorite summer memories was walking downtown Riverhead to the Alive on 25 festival, which came back. Um, they had a difficult run downtown Riverhead. They think two of their events were canceled because of rain. But the events they did hold were were awesome. I was down there uh, for the first event where they had fireworks. Um, and I just remember walking around and being overwhelmed and thinking it all felt very normal. And I was thankful for that. Um, and also hearing live music again. That was really cool to, to be standing and singing along and um, just like enjoying life. <laughs> Yeah, that live music thing definitely makes it feel kind of normal. Um, I, yeah. I, 100%. Yeah, I get that. I didn't even realize that it had been more than a year since I heard a live band until I was standing there and I was like, whoa, yeah. really missed yeah. this. I worry for these bands too, you know, these like local musicians that they just rely on these gigs, you know, mm-hmm. even even if it's not their entire livelihood, it's just, it's what brings them to life, I feel like, yeah. you know, and I just like, yeah. I felt as bad for them as I did for like anybody because yeah. it's not like these musicians are getting these like PPP loans or anything like that to survive, <laughs> right. and and mm-hmm. and yet they lose the thing that I, it could not have been good for the mental health of musicians. So to be able to see them out there playing events was definitely really fun. Yeah, I saw a few more concerts this year. I won't. Uh, I promised. I would. I, I promised. I wouldn't talk about oh, Harry Styles. No but more Harry are. Styles. Michalina, <laughs> um, you however, haven't seen. You haven't really been exposed to this too much because this was year right of maternity leave for you. But these two, all they talk about is Harry Styles. It's very annoying. Sorry, Grant. I forgot to join them. Though. Um, but yes. I will say that whether I was I was at a big you know arena concert or. Like I said, at Alive on 25, watching a local band, um, all the performers seemed relieved to be back doing what they love, too. That is great. How about you, Michalina? So as Grant just said, I was on maternity leave, so I had a baby in July. Um, And obviously, even without 
coronavirus being around and having a baby is extremely um, challenging and difficult and um, trying just because it's a whole new world. And um, so we, in order to like make ourselves feel normal, we hiked all the time. People always commented like, oh, you're always out and about. And that's like what we felt best doing was being out and yeah. about and hiking. Um, and we specifically had one great hike um, at Halkville's I'm sorry, Halleck State Park Preserve, and it felt so normal, and it was our first time that I was like, wow, we can do this. We've got this. Um, so it's definitely my favorite moment of the year. I think any time, though, being out in nature is is always what's best, so I really definitely enjoyed getting out in nature this year. Yeah, I feel like Halleck State Park has really quickly become the best spot to hike. It's such a good one. It's so diverse, too. I, love I really it. love it, too. Yeah. What about There's you? nothing like that view, too. It's yeah, beautiful. It's beautiful. I know you do a lot of Indian Island, don't you, Tara? Yeah, that one's, uh, you know, I can get there from my house. It's, yeah. uh, you know, just the trails I kind of grew up on. And I'm a big Indian Island person, but uh, I do like Halleck once in a while if I'm uh, feeling bold. <laughs> yeah, was hikes were great. Like during the pandemic, even when on lockdown, remember when it was like literally the only thing you could Let's do? Let's meet for a yeah. hike was like my catchphrase. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I remember coming out here and like even Mitchell Park, there was just like, nobody in Mitchell yeah. Park. Mm-hmm. The only That's places eerie. people were were places where there was like more of a trail. Yes. You know? yeah. right. It was really, really freaky. Lee, how about you? Uh, so I started um, working here in September, uh, you know, right at the end of summer. And my first assignment was to cover the North Fork Foodie Tour, and it was the 15th anniversary this year. Um, so it was a really nice introduction for me Having been coming out here as a fan of the North Fork and my whole life, uh, my family had a summer house here when I was growing up, and it was really nice to really, you know, learn about the community, learn about the farming community specifically, and, you know, drive around the North Fork and get to know, uh, start to get to know people. I, I went to Lavender by the Bay. Went to this tiny little egg farm, the North Fork Egg Farm. I love that place. Yeah, it's so great. interesting, right? <laughs> it it's is. a hidden gem. It absolutely yeah. is. Hidden North Fork. Uh-oh, Write it down. Go, I, mean, okay, yeah. I don't know that I've ever been yes. to this egg, Ooh, this egg farm. So, well, it's yeah. really just open for the foodie tour, really, right? It's, it's not like, open to the public. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rats. But what was so crazy was, you know, I'll never forget, like, I, I opened the gate. That, you know, he be- the guy beckoned to come in. You open the gate and, like, a chicken ran over my foot and I was like, oh my God, did I just do something wrong? No, the chickens wander around the farm and it's totally cool. Yeah, they have like 400 chickens. Yeah, wow. and yeah, it's, it's a sustainable well. farm and and uh, yeah, it's just, it was a really nice day and it really made me made me realize, like, okay, this this is what this community is about. It's about local and, and interesting people with interesting stories to tell and uh, – yeah, I really, I really loved uh, loved that day. That was a really, it was a learning experience, and it was fun. And of course, I we ended the day uh, at Ellen's on Front for for a late lunch, and that was delicious um, in Greenport. So yeah, sounds like a you good know, one. In twenty twenty, the thing that one thing, well, the thing. Trust me, everything was horrible. But one thing that really <laughs> made me feel bad for people who host these events was these virtual events because it's like yes. everybody's yeah. trying. Right, it's a lot of work to oh do what they were doing to yeah. stage these like video presentations stuff. But it's not exactly what people wanted, and and the people putting these on knew this. And so I just felt so bad because I'm like they're putting in all this extra effort to do just salvage something out of this. Most people probably aren't signing up for these kind of things. So when I saw like you know, virtual foodie tour, uh, virtual yeah. celebration. It was just like kind of heartbreaking, you know? <laughs> right. And then in this year to see those things back, it was great. I think it's 
great pick, Lee, and it was uh, it was cool. It's like definitely a great way for you to like, it's like the perfect start here. Intro, you know? yeah, yeah, the North exactly. Fork. I love yeah, you it. Get around so much uh, for me. It's really simple. It's I think the first time that we really now we came out to the North Fork a lot during the pandemic, but a lot of it was just again like hiking, you know, or things I came out here for for work. But my first time where I went out with my family, we went out for the day the carousel reopened in Mitchell Park. Oh. And we were there the first day. And I remember, you know, they were distancing, so they were limiting how many people were actually on the ride at a time. And there was a bit of a line. You were waiting outside. A little bit of a cold day. I can't remember exactly what month it was, but it was a little bit of a cold day. I remember we had, like, winter jackets on. And normally that thing would have, that kind of thing would have bothered me. Like, I'm waiting online for this carousel that you kids <laughs> have been on a 100 times in your lives. And... um but it didn't bother me. It just felt so good to just actually be around other people and feel like, you know, yeah. fairly safe. And um, to see my kids back on the carousel after a year, just not doing anything like that. You know, like my kids are spoiled brats. You know, we take them to all these <laughs> amusement parks and all that stuff. They're really used to that and to have that taken away for them was like really the toughest thing for me. Like you just, as a parent, you just worry about your kids' mental health so much, you know. Um, so having them be able to, to go on the carousel and my son actually finally was big enough to grab one of the rings. So he got his first ring and he was just like, yes. And then when he came back around the second time he missed it, he was like, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just so fun to see. And we went, you know, we had got them hot chocolate at, at, um, Aldo's and took them for toys at, uh, Goldsmith's toy shop and just a really nice time in Greenport. That was actually a really good collection that we had there. It was, we, yeah. Uh, it was a little nice variety. But I think we should, before we go, talk briefly about what we're kind of looking forward to in 2022. Tara? Yeah, so um, I have a, a small vegetable garden um, at my house. And one of my New Year's resolutions is to kind of up my garden game. So I have a couple months to think about it. Um, but one one thing, you know, I know that the Peconic Land Trust does uh, some classes um, many of the local farms offer, you know, uh, little courses or, you know, how-to guides. So I, I definitely want to take advantage of that. And um, also, McLean and I were talking about uh, beekeeping. I know she has some bees, so um, I definitely want to explore that because um, it just seems like a win for the environment and um, something, you know, kind of cool to have yeah, in my garden. I, I think that's a good one. I We love our bees. I have actually never, ever, ever been stung by a bee. And so I'm so, <laughs> or I used to be so terrified of them because I'm like, this is going to mm. kill. It's going to hurt so bad. Now I love my bees so much. Like we're actually like, oh, like be nice to the bees. Like, you know, don't don't go too close. Like let them do their thing. They're always working and they're very busy. Um, but yeah, beekeeping is very cool. And it's so, it's amazing to see and to watch and to learn about it. And then to, of course, have their amazing honey that they Make, not for us, but we eat anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Lee? Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to know some of the breweries more. I, I know a lot about the wineries. I'm a big wine person, as you guys probably have deduced. But um, I'd like to get to know some of the breweries and try some of the cool uh, craft beers um, out here. Specifically, I'd love to go to Uber Geek because that place seems specifically tailored to my tastes in terms of aesthetic and the the beers they offer. And I know that they, um, among other places, are doing uh, cool trivia nights and Tara, I know we have to. We have, we've got to do a trivia. We're getting a team together. We're going to get a team together. <laughs> We're going to do it. We're going to show our nerdiness and in all its glory. 
So yeah, if you need a ringer for a sports trivia thing, I'll come in with. <laughs> I'm, uh, um, I'm not usually trivia. I just get such anxiety that I can't think of the answer. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> uh, you have to be good at the movie section, movie movie portion. Yeah, but Lee doesn't right? need me for that. Lee's good. Oh, Tara's okay. decent at that too. All I right. think. I don't think they need me for that. I wasn't going to insult their intelligence there. With, the sports. With I mean, sports. I'm pretty lost. Yeah, sports yeah. That's lost. I figured. There's. That's where I could really help them. You know, yes. Harry Styles. Forget it. I cannot help them. <laughs> not your specialty. For me. A place I miss is Shelter Island, and I'm yeah. looking forward to next year getting out there. There's a lot of good reasons to get out there. Um, well, for one, I miss Mashamik. I miss hiking there. We went on a great hike at Mashamik, like pretty soon, I think, before the pandemic, or maybe even it was actually early on in the pandemic, and I uh, haven't gotten back out to Shelter Island. This is the first year since I've worked here, I think, where I just spent like virtually no time. I went out there one day to drop off one of these mics or pick it up from charity <laughs> and then came back and that was it. Uh, and I did not spend any time and it was a big regret not getting out there at all this year. Next year, I'm hoping the Pridwin cookouts return. Yeah, it's um, a great, great too because I've never been to one. It's so. They're amazing. Yeah. They're so much fun. I want to check out Noah's new menu at the Cheekwit when uh, that's back up and running in uh, 2022. I think there's uh, it's going to be a good year out on Shelter Island and I would love to personally spend some time out there. I'm with you on that. I think in general, I don't spend enough time out on Shelter Island. I've only but, been uh, a few times. Yeah. Definitely a place worth checking out. For sure. Michelina? So I am really looking forward to Pukaberry Cafe opening in Mattituck, uh, right off of lovely on Pike Street. Um, I love my little tiny town, and I'm so excited for this new shop to open. And can we check out their pastries and their coffee and their food? And it looks like it's going to be a really cool little spot. Yeah, their aesthetic is really interesting. The art uh, that Pukaberry is a character, which is really Ooh. cool. And um, the Filipino fusion cuisine is, is going to be real interesting, I think. Um, just like, a, like, like you said, like another unique, cool restaurant to try. I'm not yeah, sure I've ever even eaten Filipino food. I don't know what it would be. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. Tara must know. Tara's our uh, Filipino I'm representative on the uh, <laughs> my, mom, my mom uh, is, is from the Philippines. Filipino food is uh, wonderful if you've never had it. I kind of describe it as like a mix of, um, you know, Mexican food and Chinese food. It's got, you know, the Spanish colonial influences, but also um, obviously the Asian. Um, very excited to try pukaberry. I think, um, you know, We've been lacking some uh, more cultural choices here on the North Fork, so that'll they'll be a welcome addition. Yeah, lunch date there soon. Yeah. Yeah. That maybe sounds like the best food ever, a mix of Mexican and Chinese. How could he go wrong? Mm-hmm. We could just sprinkle some pizza in there. We're all set. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for doing this. I appreciate everything you guys did this year. I love this team that we have here. It's been a lot of fun. I hope everybody's enjoying listening. Uh, We can't thank all of you enough for your support. And I hope all the listeners and each of you here has a great holiday. Thanks. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.